Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach and Peggy. I'm Ben and uh, time dilation. I'm Justin and uh, I'm actually Rob Alvey. Wee! Oh shit, holy moly. We got the one and only Rob, I mean, actually it's Justin. Sorry to disappoint, guys. Yeah, Rob Rob wasn't available this week, sorry. And I have no relation, I do not work for Theme Park Review. Let's make that clear right off the bat. Rob said he was joining a lineup for a Starbucks, so... He might be busy for a little bit. Masks required. <laughs> so, okay, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I will not be silent. I will not be told what to do. <laughs> my body, my choice. All right. So, Justin, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Oh, uh, it's good to be here. Finally, it's good to be here. Do you have something you need to plug up top? Need? You have anything you want to plug up top? Sure. Um, I write for Behind the Thrills, so BehindTheThrills.com, AttractionsMagazine.com. Um, but personally, you can follow me on Instagram at Inverted underscore Therapy, or on YouTube at Just Shoot Light, which is the name of my company, Just Shoot Light Multimedia Productions. I think no, that's about well, it. You can find all this good shit there. Uh. Yeah, I know you, you You got some interesting stuff on your feed on Instagram. Yeah, um, I've been running a photo video company for years now, since 2013. So, you know, I like to think I'm a semi-decent photographer. So please go follow me on Instagram. Um, well, you, you know. got our attention initially by trolling on our posts. Glad it worked. I mean... Yeah, you guys are funny. You guys are great to re- or to interact with. So it, it's a great time. I mean, you guys are a lot of fun. Thanks. I mean, we're, we're really just assholes, but, you know, <laughs> you put the right clothes on. So there you go. It's always, it's always surprising to hear just like who turns out and listens. So, yeah, I mean, last, last week we had a Zoom call where like, one of our good friends ended up knowing or they found out that like a listener they're both in the same uh employee housing at cedar point we were like on zoom just weird you know connections yeah i mean i i stumbled across your guys's instagram um i think somebody shared one of your posts to their stories and started following you guys and kind of got the vibe that you guys like to joke around a lot you know not take things too seriously and started listening to your podcast a little bit so it's great to finally be here like i said well thanks yeah and i'm glad uh the timing finally worked out i know like i said we're assholes so scheduling with us is not easiest thing yeah it's only 2 10 a.m wait is that right yeah it's 2 10 a.m right now so not a big deal i uh i got done at hershey today at 6 30 and I have to be at Dorney tomorrow, so no big deal. <laughs> oh, man. Holy moly. I thought you don't do parks on the weekends. 
I normally don't, but uh, Dorney, and I guess this is your park news for the week. Um, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, but Dorney and Worlds of Fun have cut their hours. So now Dorney and Worlds of Fun are only operating on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I, uh, I have plans for this coming Thursday and Friday, and this is my last couple days in this area for the time being. And I've got to knock out these park reviews. So here we go. So, question. Have you been to Dorney before? I have not. Um, about okay. half, All right. About half the parks on this trip are new parks for me. So it's kind of exciting. I was going to say, if you've been there before, but I guess if you're on assignment, then that nullifies it. But if you've, if you've been there before, then what the hell are you doing going to Dorney right now? Right. Well, of course. I mean, we're in the middle of the world's biggest pandemic, right? So right now the biggest news story is how are parks handling reopenings and we've just been putting in a lot of effort into hitting all of the parks and covering that well look honestly as someone who's in a high-risk population and been sitting in my house for four months uh i'm glad somebody out there is taking the paid guinea pig role (laughs) yeah what what parks what parks are doing well and which ones aren't just like a quick opinion are there any that like feel a little sketchy yeah so i was supposed to go to holiday world um i've never been there before but some of the stuff that i saw on instagram and some other places kind of changed my mind because they're not making guests wear masks um i'm rocking n95 masks i'm fortunate enough to have a small supply yeah so you know, I'm trying to do the best I can to protect myself still. Um, but Kentucky Kingdom was a little bit iffy. Um, I was there opening day, so it was kind of dead. But again, masks were not required. Now they're required to get in, but not all the time. Um, what? Yeah, so you have to wear the mask into the park, and you have to wear the mask when you go into stores and restaurants but you don't have to wear it any other time. So it's kind of like, okay. (laughs) So you could just be in a queue line breathing all over somebody. Right. And that brings up a great point. Like queue lines have been the worst part of this entire thing because that's where people bunch up and like silver dollar city. They were great about mask enforcement. They were great about social distancing, but they, we're only running one train on everything. And I did an article on behind the thrills about this, but when you're running one train at half capacity, you're running half of a capacity of a train. And then you add in the line and people are standing in line for an hour for time traveler. Cause you can only see, you know, six people, eight people per ride. That's where the problems are is in the queue lines. So what do they have? Like, um, distancing tape or people roving the queue lines what's the enforcement like yeah um they have distancing tapes some parks have people moving through the queue lines not all of them um it feels like cedar fair and six flags surprise surprise i'm i'm honestly shocked that six flags is doing a semi-decent job you know uh (laughs) budget chain park over there actually invested some money and got new metal detectors and thermal cameras and all kinds of upgrades. And I actually watched 
them refuse to launch Mr. Freeze reverse blast because a woman wasn't wearing a mask. Um, okay. Yeah, it it was kind of strange. They like so I guess when Mr. Freeze slides over, it either has to be launched or the ride has to go down and be reset. And this woman wasn't wearing a mask. It was in the bin. And so she obviously couldn't get up to get it. And so they opted to reset the ride instead of launching it because she wasn't wearing a mask. And they actually evac the ride. Oh, crazy. That's got to be the lamest evac that's ever happened on that ride. <laughs> It was really funny to be standing there and recording it and like the look on her face <laughs> when she realized that ride was not about to be set. You can see it in the video. It's I mean, she just has this moment of uh-oh. I just ruined this for everybody on this ride and everybody standing in line. <laughs> the look of regret that you have when you walk into a Six Flags. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. But like I said, they, they've they gone all out. Like, you walk through a giant AC tent to get into Six Flags. It's the only AC you'll find in the park. But it's right before you get your temperature checked. That way, if you do have a fever, you can still get into the park so they can get their money. Of course. Those oh, temperature nice. checks are the biggest bullshit in the world because those cool-off stations. It's like, oh, well, it gets hot outside. So just like... Cool off for a minute. Kings Island is doing handheld checks. Last time I was there anyways. And their thermal cameras went down on opening day. But uh, Cedar Fair has invested no money into cooling off. Like they have two giant fans that don't really do a lot. And anybody who's been to Kings Island knows that it's a giant like just cement block. There's no shade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm pretty sure that some people were probably temp checking a little bit higher than they should have. Well, I always wonder that because it's like, shit, some people, they get so hot, they just walk a block or two. Probably over the limited amount. But. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about like, okay, we've all been to enough theme parks. We've all seen... Americans of large proportion. <laughs> now, I don't know if either of you have ever been like at somebody's apartment who happens to be like a very large proportion person. Yeah, I've got I've got a story. <laughs> but like it's like they always want the AC on during winter. You know what I mean? Well, shit. No, shit. That's. That's acceptable. I'm so that. I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying it's not right. What I'm saying is that like you're sitting in your own apartment. Like I I will shamefully admit I went to go play D&D with this dude and a couple people a couple times and he was a big dude and his girlfriend was a big lady and it's like January here in Chicago. So we're talking like maybe 0 degrees outside. They got the window full up open in their apartment. Oh, man. So have have either of you guys been to Six Flags over Georgia? Yep. Yeah. Been on Goliath? Yeah. Okay, so last October, uh, 
we took a road trip and I say we, it was my girlfriend and I, and we drove to like, I don't even know how many parks. Um, but one of them was over Georgia and we were getting on Goliath and the guy next to me was one of, he, he was a pretty big dude getting on a roller coaster. And I would not be telling this story if he was not laughing by the end of it. But the woman was about to just like, sorry, you can't ride. You know what I mean? She had given up on getting him into the bar point where the bar was safe. The guy who checked us was a bigger guy as well. And he scooted past my girlfriend and I. And he turned around and he sat on the dude's lap bar. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about full on gave this guy a lap dance right there in the station. And we're in the back row so nobody else can see it. (laughs) And instantly this guy's eyes lit up and he starts yelling about how his phone is in his nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Bar clicked in. The guy walked off the train, and he was like, "You're good." And the entire time up the lift till this guy is screaming about his phone, and I am trying not to laugh because I'm sitting right next to him. But I am just I'm moments away from tears, and so we get back to the station, and the entire ride, like I'm crying, I've got tears in my eyes, and this guy is just yelling about his phone, and. That's one of the old B&Ms that you have to pull down to release your lap bar. And so the woman on <laughs> the woman gets on the mic and she says, okay, pull down and lift up on your lap bar. And this man yells out from the back row, I can't. I'm stuck. I need Godzilla to come sit on me again, please. <laughs> I am hysterical. I mean, I, I cannot breathe. And my girlfriend's ready to walk down the stairs and I'm like, hold on, hold on. Where are you going? Like, this is about to be the funniest thing to happen all night. I stand there and I watch this man walk back over and hip check this lap bar off of this guy. He got a lap. He hip checked him. So he walked over and he just like with all of his weight, bumped his hip into it real fast. And no, the lap bar, the lap bar pops up, and I mean, the guy just—you <gasps> can see the life come back to him. And he stands up, and he walks past us, and he's like, "It's okay, I'd be laughing too. That's the first roller coaster I've gotten to ride all year." And like, he was like, "Please tell this story." Like, I was in tears, crying, and we saw him later on in the park, and he gave us a thumbs up, and like. He was a very good sport about it, but it was the funniest thing I had ever seen. I had never seen somebody get a lap dance to get into a coaster. This is like you told that story and it's hilarious, but I'm also just thinking like this is what Six Flags considers response to Rosie (laughs) Esparza. (laughs) Right? You say that, and I shouldn't be laughing, but now that you brought that up, I mean, different park, but damn. And those don't have seatbelts. I mean, those are the, I hate to say it, those are the good B&Ms without the seatbelts. I don't know what Cedar Fair's thinking putting seatbelts on B&Ms. Yeah, I mean, but apparently the new ones are looser or something. They, like, unclick. 
Mine at Hershey Park. I could have pulled off today. Which one? At, oh, Candemonium? On Candemonium? Oh, yeah. Oh, they got seatbelts? Yeah, but I don't know why it was there. Oh. It had so much play in it. So how was Candemonium? I think it might be my second favorite B&M Hyper. And I mean... Okay, what's number one? Mako. Okay, yeah. I mean, that, I, that first yeah, turn on Mako is stupid. Yeah. And I I got lucky today. They turned on the fountain about 20 minutes before park closed. So my last ride was actually with the fountain on, and you come around that last corner, like the last turn around at the fountain, and it's really beautiful. Okay, nice. So it's a fun ride. Um, you know, it's a B&M hyper. Well, like with that first turn on Mako, that's what I was kind of hoping that first element on Orion would be like, but it doesn't seem like it's like that. Orion's wave turn is weak. Millennium Force is still the better being or the better uh, Giga coaster. So, like, have you have you ridden Raging Bull? I have not. I have not been to Great America. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, have not so been there yet. So Raging Bull does a uh, wave turn. Um, hold on, like, hold on. There's an obligatory for shame. Because that's, that's that's the classic home park between Ben and I. Yeah, well, it's in Chicago, and Chicago thinks water parks are safe, but theme parks are dangerous. How does that make sense? I don't know why we have water parks open here. It's Our state is... I, but like it doesn't account for the changing rooms and shit. But either way, can't our, state is doing, our state's doing pretty good other than that dumbass decision. Our our the mayor here in Chicago literally had a press conference two days ago where she's like, I it you know, I don't want to do it, but you know, I won't just be the mom that turns the car around. I'll stop the car, kick you out, and make you walk back. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> I love your mayor. She's really funny. She's all right, man. She's been doing good with the pandemic. She did she did real shitty with the riots, but she's doing pretty good with the pandemic. So, right. Well, I mean, th- let's admit it. Our country's a disaster right now. Oh, I know. Speaking of which, like, I just keep getting these uh, Twitter notifications for shit going down in Portland. I guess, like, National Guard and. Yeah, lots of fun stuff going on. Wait, did the did the um did the autonomous zone migrate or something? No, Portland's just been kicking up lately, it seems like. <sighs> yeah, like um I guess the National Guard, they were there were like armored unmarked vehicles pulling protesters off the streets, like throwing them in the trucks. Our wow. country our country's a disaster. And I'm out here covering theme parks. It, it's it's a weird time. So well, do you think the term journalism is getting really abused these days? <laughs> I don't know, because, like, that's just it. A month ago, I was shooting protests in Denver. So, like I said, I do a whole lot of work. You know what I mean? I don't just do coasters. I don't just do theme parks. 
But so I do think some theme park news is definitely news, right? Mm -hmm. I think how they're handling the reopenings is definitely newsworthy. Um, I don't know that I would call every single new attraction built at a theme park newsworthy. Does that make sense? Well, let's let's take a second to side to sidebar here about specifically Disney Park news. I mean, and as much as this might catch me some flack, let's cool it with the Disney Parks news. Yeah. I don't know. Disney gets Disney gets a huge draw and I don't think people realize how young Disney is in the theme park industry. Like there's a lot of parks that are way older than Disney. I mean, Cedar Point's 150 this year. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. When, uh, that is so very first, true. When was the first Disney Park? 50? Some Turned 65 uh, today. Okay. So, so almost a 100 years. Almost 100 years. 80, what, 85 years? Cedar Point's 85 years older than Disney? Is that right? Stone math is yeah, hard. So. Although, I mean, I, I will give Disney a lot of credit because, like, those parks probably would be very different now had Disneyland not happened. Yeah, probably. You're talking um, what parks? Any that predate Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Disney, Disney kind of invented the whole interstate park. Like, um, all the Six Flags and Paramount Parks. A lot yeah. of those were like, you know, built not as a central picnic location, but more of a like out in the suburbs off of the interstate, like all in one full ticket kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because before that, all the parks that existed kind of were just like, they're like a FEC. line off of a railway. Yeah. Right. Whereas like, or oh, workers can go there on the weekends for recreation and then they happen to build like a roller coaster and some rides and turned into a theme park or you have to take a ferry to get there <laughs> yeah yeah some yeah. it was all just like these like kind of like resort places so i think disney kind of revolutionized the entire idea of like a park do you think if it wasn't for disney do you think steel coasters would have still been invented eventually no, yeah. no way. Oh, I totally think so. Who would have put the money into it, though? I think that... Um, I think... I don't know. Maybe maybe Anton Schwartz... Maybe, like, not exactly Anton Schwarzkopf himself, but, like, I bet... I bet somebody would have figured it out. Maybe a little later than the, you know, whatever, 60s or 70s, but... Well, yeah, somebody would have figured it out. But what I'm saying is, like, who would have just because one? you have a product? Yeah, just because you have a product available doesn't mean you're going to sell it. I mean, so like, just because somebody would have been like, yeah, we have these steel coasters, doesn't mean, like, especially you're talking about if they wouldn't have built it, 
you got a different market of parks, you know. I mean, by the time, that time by the time Disney was coming around, though, Cedar Point was building coasters. They were, I mean, not to mention I, there were actually. I know the Matterhorn is technically the first steel coaster, but I want to say that actually a lot of there were a lot of roller coasters in like the Coney Island parks um, or like beachside parks that were basically steel coasters. They just weren't uh, tubular steel as well. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, no, steel coasters definitely, I think, existed before Matterhorn, but I just don't see how they would have been popularized in the same fashion had the Matterhorn bobsleds not been built. I do have to give Disney. Like, I do have to give Disney some credit. Um, they seem to be the only company to be able to keep Vacomas in good shape. Yeah, they might kill people every once in a while, but yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder if, like, uh, when they buy those Vacomas, if they sort of had a, if there was a, I don't know, like an upcharge on the total price of like, yeah, don't make this one as shitty. <laughs> like, you know. We'll, we'll we'll be willing to double the price we pay for it. Just uh, you know, don't make it shitty. It's okay. So it's not just me, right? At like Disney and just like the parks in Orlando, the seats on all the rides are actually bigger, right? I think so. Yeah. A lot of the B and M's in Orlando have the modified seating to allow for bigger people. Um, I know that. Yeah. So it's the- not like it's not like the big boy seat. It's like. The non-big boy seat. <laughs> right. Like, but I know that the Hulk has the big boy seats, but like all of them are that seat. You know what I mean? Like they okay. all feel bigger. Um, some of them have the modified seat belts too, but like all the seats, yeah, I definitely agree. That shit's crazy. I I love a good B&M restraint, to be honest. Like the, the clamshells, those are, those are awesome. Yeah, they're um, they cover. It's funny because, like, compared to other lap bars, they actually cover a lot of surface area over the body, but it's like not in the way. At the same time, right? And I mean, usually you can get away with a few clicks on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as long as it's down past the, I, I don't want to call them handrests, but the the little outreach piece, the little fins. Usually, you're good. And so I find that they rarely even touch me and they don't seem to staple on most of their coasters. I've always found as long as they like are touching my thighs in some way, then it's totally fine. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, the RMCs feel like that kid. I I made a meme about it. It feels like that kid who's strapped to the toilet seat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how no, RMCs I, feel to me. I know, like, the funny thing is I know exactly. I don't think I saw the your meme, but I know exactly what picture you're talking about. <laughs> He's got his legs tied down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's exactly how RMCs feel to me. Yeah, they're also, the seats themselves are really deep. Like you're kind of like almost oh, like yeah. a Morgan train where you feel like you're sitting in like a deep bathtub almost. And uh, that's kind of <laughs> why I don't sometimes like what they're out of control and shit, but they're not, uh, they don't like throw you around. I feel like 
in RMC, when you look at the all the on-ride photos, everybody's just kind of like sitting upright, just with this like almost bland like smile on their face. Yeah, but I feel like feel they like... always put photo cameras at like the worst place on a ride. Well, the Steel Vengeance one is at the end. Isn't it it's, after it's, the... I thought it was after the crazy it's... wave turn. How come there's never been a ride where it takes your picture like right before the first drop? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> that would be good. Or even just like midway. They just, you... Think about the money they would save. They wouldn't have to buy high-speed cameras. <laughs> well, it would have to go faster and faster as the train crested, you know? But, like, I feel like like right at the very top of the lift hill would be a great spot for a camera. That, that would be a good spot. I feel like in the middle of an inversion would be a good spot. That would be, too. Or just, hair's all crazy and or like on um roller coaster tycoon when you want to add an on-ride photo section later on you just delete like part of the brake run so it's when the train is transporting at two miles per hour but it still takes your picture <laughs> like just do the no, transfer. That's, that's where you need that um that car wash yeah yeah like the car wash idea yeah, help me market that. <laughs> I have this idea where imagine imagine like a fixed device of some kind. Basically, like a, you could take actual parts of a car wash and install them on the transfer track so you can push the train in and out of it if you want to clean it down. Hmm. We could even put it on the brake run instead of the transfer track right now and just put hand sanitizer in it. And that way, just, the entire guest line just gets sanitized every ride. That's a good idea, too. It's better COVID than a water response. ride. <laughs> Until somebody Disney lights should re- the whole <laughs> on fire. Disney should replace Space or Splash Mountain's water with hand sanitizer. Actually, it'd be perfect. You know, like... Okay, so we'll give you goggles to put on before the ride and then wear a mask. Right. Oh, you don't want to wear a mask? Fine. Open up your mouth. I mean, according to Trump, that works. Oh, yeah. Swallow the bleach. Just swallow the bleach. Oh, good way to get to the hospital. It's really funny because, um, you know, initially that was my exit strategy. All right, that's a really yeah. dark joke. We'll just... <laughs> yeah, but then they're going to think you're a Trump supporter, so you really don't want that. Well, you know, I'd leave the note like I didn't do this because I was told to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The only virus I was trying to kill. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Pandem- uh... Pandemics are fun. <laughs> the... Yeah, we're getting plus recording a podcast at you know one thirty in the morning. Oh, this can, is good. Can bring out this is gonna be great. This is this is gonna be great. It, it's 
I mean, I, I'm waiting for the day when people realize that I've been to so many parks in such a short period of time. And like, let me make it very clear right now. I currently go to two places. I go to gas stations and theme parks. I eat at the parks or in the RV. I am not out socializing with everybody in the public. Like I am in the theme park bubble. So, so he is otherwise what's known as a super spreader. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> um, and I have been tested for COVID three times now, and all three times I have come back negative. So, they make you come? Uh, no. Made me cry the first time though. I was, I was just joking because that test looks fucking horrible. Kind of like my ex. Anyways. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, the, the nose swab is definitely the worst test I've ever had medically. That is, that is an experience. I'm pretty sure they actually have to check your brain. That is exactly what it is. Um, actually, on my YouTube, you can watch me get tested personally. Um, I uploaded a video where I actually recorded myself being tested and yeah, never again. I mean, I've been tested a few times now. Fortunately, the second time was a spit in a cup and the third time was a finger prick. So I've been tested three different, uh, kinds of COVID tests now, which is kind of interesting. So watch out for those microchips and the 5G and Oh yeah, I uh I'm going to lose some brain cells there. I'm afraid if I got that swab up my nose, it would like dislodge some work I did months and months ago. And then I'd be like, "Man, that COVID test was awesome. I want to go back and get another one." <laughs> I don't I know mean, why. It was just it was great. I mean, if only, right? Well, I guess maybe that's more of a hope than a fear. <laughs> if I crack my back just right. Yeah, if I crack my neck, maybe I'll have one of those flashbacks. <laughs> oh, man. I don't do drugs, Mom, I promise. Let me do a dab real quick. What happened to coaster people and doing drugs? Where are the coaster people that do drugs? That's my question. These kids nowadays, they're like too cool for drugs. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean... It's because I have hope in Gen Z. Is there going to be a Gen Z, though? Um, I think Gen Z are... They're the ones in the ones under us, right? Yeah, they're the ones in college right now, just getting out of right. College. The the ones who think masks are stupid and beaches are fun right now. Yeah, but they're also the same ones that like went to go protest against shootings in the schools. Yeah, I think like, but that's the thing. Like, I think any generation is gonna have those. You know what I'm saying? You could have a pandemic in every generation, and I always think that 20-somethings, college kids are always going to be stupid. You always think you're, like, invincible and uh-huh. you're going to, like, not care about a virus. 
and I'll be honest, I really don't want to catch it. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm doing, as I said, I'm doing everything I can. And I heard cannabis Are you helps. Bathing in so hand sanitizer. Only after every ride. Well, good. That ought to help. We're doing our best to get this car wash idea off the ground. I'll start. I'll start pitching it when I meet with PR people at parks. There you go. That's a great idea. It still needs a good name, though. There's no catchy name. Coaster wash. There you go. I mean, well, if we still include the vacuum, then we can just go with your favorite coaster sucks. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the ride. Can, can we get you guys a ride? Oh, please. <laughs> oh, man. I would that, love that to see that happen. If it was like Apocalypse, sponsored by your favorite coaster sucks. There's this park called Elledge Gardens, and they'll take anybody's money. Yeah, that park is a little sad. That would be amazing, Ben, if we rented out ad space. Like, what's the name of their aero uh, shuttle loop there? Uh, uh, yeah. So, that, you know how the one in Blackpool... Year. Oh, nice. Yeah. The, the one in Blackpool is called the Urn Brew Revolution, so maybe it could be the Your Favorite Coaster Sucks Sidewinder. That works. The only problem, though, is like I don't know if the clientele are exactly coaster people. They are definitely not coaster people at Elitch Gardens. And not not only are the guests not coaster people, the employees are also not coaster people. The owners are also not coaster people. Well, perfect. We could throw away some money. Yeah, I uh, I don't think they're ever getting an access coaster ride. <laughs> I then fingers crossed for Lakeside. <laughs> oh, Lakeside's a better park than Elledge's. That's for damn sure. Speaking of the access coaster, you got to ride that shit, right? Yeah. So I was out there. In June, uh, June 17th, I went to Lagoon Park. And then June 18th, SNS was kind enough to host me and sent me around on their little 800-foot prototype, which is my favorite ride right now. Nice. Does my that favorite coaster great. Does my favorite coaster suck? I haven't been it, on it, I can't say. You just said it looks great. So, I mean, that's a good start. Um it's not really my favorite ride, but like when I got off, I could see what a full size coaster would be. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. Here's the deal. You haven't been on it, so it's the best ride. But I have not been on, on a it. boo-boo. Not you, the listener. Oh. oh, well, that's true. Sorry, guys. It is not open to the you public. Haven't... You will not get to ride the prototype, most likely. I'm sorry. You haven't been on it, so it's the best ride. Nanana boo boo. You haven't been on it, so I think I'm obligated to say this. Nanana boo boo. 
<laughs> Although full disclosure, I'm going to be out in the general vicinity. So I emailed them to see, cause I saw several videos on YouTube suddenly pop up from various channels. Right. And, um, Basically, what they're doing is they they might actually have you out there since you have this going. Um, That's what know. I was thinking. They are taking a brilliant marketing strategy to sell that thing and letting oh, social media sell it for them, which is fucking brilliant. 100%. They don't have to sell that shit if there's demand already in terms of like, look at how much this coaster is generating interest. So it's kind of funny. I uh, I mentioned IAPA. For those who don't know, I, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know what IAPA is, turn this off. Um, so I went to IAPA this past year, and I got to meet the SNS team. And I'm pretty sure I've met them before, but you know what I mean. Like they they certainly don't remember me. Um, and yeah, I so, mean technically, I met Stan Checkets once. Right, like, but that they're not gonna know. Yeah, he wouldn't fucking know if it. Right, they, who who are you? You know, um, and so this year we got to talking, and I basically told them I'm a freelancer. I work for a couple different outlets. You know, we were going back and forth, and they were like, "Well, do you want to come ride the prototype? You live in Colorado. You're not that far away." And I was like. Uh, yeah, like, obviously. And so that was in November. And they told me we've already removed the vehicle for the winter. Email us in the spring and we'll get you out. And then COVID happened. And so I didn't actually email them until early June. And we went back and forth a little bit and finally they were like, yeah, you can come out, you know, on this time or this time they were waiting on ride commissioning basically because Utah's ride commissioner was not working because COVID. Um, and Chalice was the woman who set me up. She works for their PR team. She is absolutely wonderful. Um, and I got to ride it, I don't know, six, seven times, five times, six times, seven times. I lost count. Um, and it's it's incredible. I mean, you can watch my reaction on YouTube. And every single time I was just blown away. The thing is stupid. It yeah, looks I mean, really awesome. Yeah, it looks uh, like how intense is it? as a ride experience. So have you guys been on X2? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not that intense. However, I could see they gave me a flyer and, um, I can send you guys photos of the flyers later of both sides of the flyer later, but the flyer has a full cookie cutter clone layout on it. And that clone layout is actually the, animation that they released at IAPA and after riding the prototype and this is why I say it's my favorite coaster after riding the prototype I can see exactly what a full-size coaster would be you know what I mean like I can visualize what it's going to be like to ride one 
and right. I, I could easily see it being people's favorite coaster. They're so smooth, okay. and yeah. it's it's really hard to explain because you really kind of feel like you're floating. Um, have you ever been on one of those flat rides that, like, doesn't spin, but it takes you around in a circle? Isn't that all flat rides? I mean, kind of. Um, <laughs> I, it's No, but I, I know what you mean, yeah. Right, and you get that, like, sideways airtime. You, you know what I mean? Where it, it's like you get a little bit of floater air, but you're also traveling sideways at the same time. Yeah, right. That's a lot like what this was like, but in a much more comfortable, like, much more comfortable position. And you as a rider have no idea what you're doing, but they're in complete control. Um, they're using magnets. So, like, if you go watch the POVs that I've put out on the backseat one specifically, you can see the giant wheel, and it's a magnet. And they're using those to control the speed. So when you go, when you launch, you go up the hill and you do a flip, you do an inversion, but the track doesn't do an inversion. Right. So it's really cool how the vehicle doesn't move with the track. And, uh, yeah, that shit looks wild. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable, and they're planning to build it with a lift hill at first, but they said that the launch was somewhere around 0 to 70 in 1.8 seconds. Um, I don't know how accurate that actually is. That's what they told me. Um, it's in one of the videos that I recorded, but if that number is correct, that's the fastest launch I personally have ever experienced. Um, I mean, that's, that's a really great acceleration. Yeah, right. I mean, that's almost it, like, I, it's almost like accelerator. Right. And I mean, I've been on accelerator, but like, this is such a much shorter distance. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole thing's only 800 feet. There's kitty coasters longer than it. <laughs> and there's no brakes, which is totally awesome because you just blow right past the launch station and then you go halfway up the hill and you roll halfway back through the course and you do that like twice. It's, it's really cool. Well, um, I'm kind of hoping that maybe they'll see that we have a, a little thing here. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they bring you out. You know, I only emailed them because I will actually be, in the in the area <clears throat> and Ben I hope you're listening. Yeah. I emailed SNS to ask if we could tour the facility as the podcast. So you know, depending on what they say, make sure you try to make yourself available for that based off of everything coming up. Right. All right. You guys going to hit Lagoon while you're there? Probably not, but maybe. You definitely should. If you've never been out there, I mean, it's the only park in the area. So, like, unless you have a reason to go back at a later point, you're probably not going to go back. You know what I mean? 
and uh, Cannibal is stupid. I mean, oh it's, yeah, that drop. Like I, when I wrote Cannibal, I was just expecting kind of a. I don't know. In my head, I was expecting a just a Gerslauer Eurofighter, <laughs> but it's like three times the size of any other ones out there. And yeah, it's the airtime is good. There's like airtime on the elements. Oh the, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so forceful. I wasn't ready. And the, and the elevator lift, that's yeah. almost like a ride in itself. The way it shakes as you're going up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, are they building their own, it, the new one they're building, the, primordial or what what is it are they building that in-house yeah apparently yeah there's like no details about it on rcdb or anything so they're manufacturing that one too Mm -hmm. the mormons put a curse on it though oh well i mean do you know jesus i don't what does a mormon curse look like I don't know, but Jesus still owes me two hundred dollars. Uh, I probably shouldn't make religious jokes. Jesus owes me two hundred dollars from our last poker game. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm gonna use the bathroom. Go ahead. Yeah, keep I, talking. I don't know. Religions, religions up there for me. Yeah, I, you know. <clears throat> We people we do we tolerate it and respect it here, uh, right? But people are allowed to believe what they want to believe. I don't believe. subscribe to. I don't personally subscribe to it, but I respect those who do, and we welcome all types here. Absolutely, like I said, I I have no problem with it. I just the Mormons tend to overstep. They constantly want to ask you, and it's like, oh. Both times I've been to Utah, I've had that experience where I've been asked repeatedly, oh, do you know Jesus? And I'm like, I don't know how to answer this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what do you, you say? say? Yep. It's always an experience. Like, honestly, I'm pretty sure that if, if somebody I didn't know was just trying to have that conversation with me, I would just say, Yes, I have. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Anything to get away. Right, exactly. Have you heard the good news? Yep. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Because I'm not about to sit here and have a fucking debate right. <clears throat> about why I don't agree with your meetings. Absolutely. Go to Lagoon, though. I mean, it, it really is an awesome park. Yeah, Lagoon, as far as, like, parks I like, I like Lagoon, I like uh, Silverwood. Those, like, I think those two parks are one of my favorite, are my favorites. Have you been to uh, Silver Dollar City? Yeah, it's not, yeah, this, yeah, no, it's, it's a good place. I, I, that in Dollywood, I will give it, they are very nice parks. They're they're beautiful. I don't uh I don't think they have the best ride collections. Time Traveler is incredible. But yeah. they are beautiful parks. I think Silver Dollar City is like a really well rounded park. 
with the ride collection. It's not the greatest, but it's well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. With Dollywood, I mean, I was there, but it was 2008. So that park has changed so drastically since then, especially in terms of a ride collection. I can't really speak to it. Yeah, we stopped in Dollywood in October on that trip we took. Um, I don't know. I'm not big on the topper track for the RMC. So I know that a lot of people have lightning rod like way high on their list. And I'm probably going to get hate for this. So feel free to flood my inbox with, you know, complaints about my comment here. But I think that the iBoxes are better. And I've been on nine RMC. So I've ridden a handful of them. And I've ridden Outlaw Run and Lightning Rod. Um, And I put those two at the bottom of my rankings of the nine RMCs I've been on. Yeah, so... I put Lightning Rod and uh, Outlaw Run at the bottom of my nine RMCs. So we we do ask a controversial question here since you brought it up. Topper track. Is it wood or steel or hybrid? It, it's a hybrid. It's definitely a hybrid. I mean, it's four or five planks of wood and then a steel beam on top. And there we go. Fred Grubbs is pretty clear that he doesn't want to manufacture anymore topper track. So I'm kind of hoping they're done with them. I prefer the iBox by a long shot. Yeah, I mean, the topper track, it just didn't seem to give enough as a wooden coaster for it to make up the cost. You know what I mean? It, at the end of the day, they're, you're spending what twice as much on a coaster as you need to just to right. call it a wooden coaster for the same and experience. I mean, it is a rougher ride. They don't hold up as well. And that's why those two sit at the bottom of my list. It's going to be interesting once they start to need track work. Right. I hope, I hope they just go in and I box them. You know, honestly, they might just offer all of the the them an, like an upgrade price. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like, and remarket it. Right. Oh man. Okay. So Could we'll imagine lightning we'll make this an even more controversial. Okay. Ibox is it steel or hybrid? Oh, Ibox is steel. Yeah. Ibox okay, is I, steel. As my because understanding goes. The iBox has some grout inside of it. Well, but here's the thing. No, that's Topper Track. Topper Track's got the yeah. grout. Yeah, Topper Track has the wood grout. Um, iBox, oh, is, all right. iBox is literally just the piece of metal. It's not even like – because SNS uses iBox Track for their – The free spins. Yeah. yeah iBox, iBox is basically just like a steel I-beam. Yep. That's why it's so cheap. So pay up, Bush Gardens, because we're trying to ride Iron Rossi. That reminds me of uh, Hard Rock Park. Oh, like, boy. I remember hearing back then when they were open about how um, like they didn't pay the bill for their rides. So like, I don't know how closely you were following things back then, but um, 
what was it called? Slippery one wet. The one that had the elevator, the the Ferris wheel lift hill. Oh yeah. yeah. It was like quote unquote mechanically a nightmare, is what the park always said. Like it didn't operate so much because it was such a mechanical thing. Right. But then it came out like Premier Rides had access remotely or something and they were able to lock them out of operating the ride because they didn't pay the bill what oh shit wow like they could still remotely access the the main controls not the main controls of the ride but like the main frame computer so they could troubleshoot things remotely and so since hard rock park didn't pay up they had like a due balance they locked them out that's crazy. Coasters, like the safety on coasters is so crazy now. I mean, have you seen the screens that are on like, all right, Steel Vengeance has them. The giant screen that tells when the seats are locked. Orion has them now. Right, yeah. Like coaster safety has gotten insane. So that doesn't really surprise me. Meanwhile, going back to Axis, they brought out the control box that day <laughs> and like plugged it in. <laughs> We're getting done for the day and they're unpacking the box or packing it up to take it back inside. Like, <laughs> holy shit. But like, I like th- the difference between like the Sketchfest, like that guy in Indiana who had that coaster. Oh man, and like Blue those flag. guys is they're actually like professionals, right? So like it's just kind of funny that they're doing it that way. Whereas like yeah, some guy who's an engineer could build a coaster in his backyard, but really, dude. So the entire process was just hilarious to me because I got there, and again they told me that the ride had been certified. You, somebody from Utah had been out to examine everything. I had to sign a waiver. Um, the load platform is just two wooden decks. And so you walk up on the deck. And if you're riding with somebody, you have to sit down at the same time. Otherwise, the seats sway. And yeah. I don't know if the official one will like have a seat lock of some sort. You know what I mean? To make loading easier. Um But after you sit down, they have you lift your feet up and then they slide the platform away from you because they're just like two wooden decks that they built. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so it takes like eight people to operate the damn thing because four people have to push the decks, two from each side. Um, After you roll to a stop, they have this tow rope that they toss across and they use the tow rope to tow the vehicle back to where the decks are. And then they have to pull the catch dog back manually to re-hook to the vehicle to launch it. So every time I rode it, they had to do all of that. Oh, holy shit. Right. <laughs> and again, I rode it six, seven, eight times. It's it's really interesting to see. And, you know, you brought up who, um, how they're, you've seen a couple of YouTube videos pop up lately. 
And uh, I just want to stress to people who are listening to this and thinking, oh, well, I have a YouTube. I have, you know, 60 subscribers, 70 subscribers. This Justin kid has 50 or I don't know. I don't even know what I have. 20 subscribers on YouTube. Um, do not email SNS because you have 60 subscribers on YouTube. I freelance. I work for multiple outlets. You can find an article written by me on Attractions Magazine and on Behind the Thrills about Axis. So please don't go looking at my channel and my following count and associating that with being able to ride. Like I, I just I want to stress that because what I don't want is I don't want SNS being bombarded by a bunch of people who don't actually have an outlet. Does that make sense? Absolutely, and I know we're we're kind of small, we're we're small fish here, but they seem kind of cool. And also, I figured the worst thing that can happen is they say no. Well, you're you're a quote unquote small fish, but look at some of the people that you guys have had on. I mean, we were talking about Ryan before we started recording. You guys have had El Toro Ryan on. You know, he's got a huge following. You guys have had on some. Oh, yeah some big names to the point where, yeah, you guys are quote unquote small fish. And I don't know what your guys' actual listening count is. I don't have any idea how many people are actually going to hear this. Um, so hi to all five or 5,000 of you again, go follow me on Instagram at inverted underscore therapy. And on YouTube, go hit that subscribe button at just shoot light so that I actually don't have 50 subscribers, you know? <laughs> um, but when you go look at my video count, again, it's really funny because some of these videos, you know, I've got my YouTube up right now, 7.7 thousand views, 4,000 views, 3,000 views, 5,000 views. And I literally have, let's see, 54 subscribers. So, so thank you to you, 54. But what happens is my videos get embedded into articles and so, again, tons of people see them, you know? Um, so it's not necessarily that I have a following. It's that I work for people who have a following. Right. I'm blessed by my job. <laughs> you know, there's it, it's I'm fortunate to be getting paid to go to theme parks. And, you know, I'm lucky. At best. So totally, man. I mean, sure, there's plenty of people who would love your job. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> right now it's a little bit dangerous, but hey, what's life without risk, right? That's what she said. <laughs> and then, and then, eighteen years later, she was still caring for a child. That's it. Well, actually, it was YOLO, but, you know, close enough. <laughs> oh, man. But also, I will say this real quick. In case, by some fucking chance, SNS got my email and decided to, like, play this podcast. If you guys are listening, please let us come tour your facility and ride the ride. If you guys are listening, hi, Chalice. You're great. Let them come ride the ride. They would probably love it. Um, who did you email? 
the the customer service contact on their website? I'm wondering who that goes to. Um, it was either that or sales, and I thought, well, customer service is probably a better pick <laughs> than sales. Probably. Let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pull up SNS's website real quick. But you were mentioning friends of the show who uh, are have big platforms and also have been out to ride. Now you you're in that group, El Toro Ryan. Or actually, his his a couple of his, his coaster idiot crew went. I don't know if he right. was there. He he was not actually there. Um, the, so I know Coaster Force went out there, and uh, yeah, I, and we've had Marcus and Scott on the show, and we also know Jerry from way back. Um, I know that this past week, Amusement Insider, um, Austin, and he actually owns Behind the Thrills now. He's a good friend of mine. He lives down in Orlando. Um. He went out there along with uh, Logan, One Train Ops, and Mark, and uh, Ejector Trims. Peter is that his name, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah, Logan, he's a friend of the show. Right. So they went out there. Um, and yeah, they got to get out there and ride it. Um And it's kind of funny because – so we joke about Coaster Count a lot. I actually do keep track of my actual count. Um, What is it? I am at 258 as of today thanks to Hershey Park. Nice. Um, Axis was 222 for me and 200 was actually X2. But I – I don't think or I don't track like how many rides I've gotten on each ride. Like I think that's a little bit much. You know what I mean? Agreed. I'm yeah, not sitting right. there going, I've ridden, you know I I've ridden Montu seven hundred times. Like, no, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I've ridden Montu. I don't really care. You know what I mean? Um it, that's just a little bit too much information kinda, to try to keep track kinda of. Kinda like if Another friend of the show of ours, Goliath, from over in the Ride This One podcast, who did like, he does these charity marathons on coasters. So he was able to come on and be like, I've been on 2.9 miles of coasters. Oh, I was like, all right, man. That's cool. A, like, I, I guess it's cool that you know that, but that's also like <laughs> pointless information. You know what I mean? And all of it is, let's be honest. Like, how many coasters you've ridden is completely pointless information. But all of it's pointless. The stats of the coasters, that's all pointless, too. Well, mm-hmm. the stats of the coasters are important, but not to you. <laughs> well, it's important for marketing purposes. Right. But when you get down to it, like with the way they come up with like records and shit now. I mean, they're, they're all invented. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Right. Oh, we've got the most. Right. We've got the mo- uh, highest and fastest in the North American. What's my? Oh, my favorite one. Um, have you guys been to Worlds of Fun? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Patriot. Do you know what they say in the station? Oh Lord, what? <laughs> they say, and I have this on audio because it was so funny that I was like, I'm recording that. Um, they say. 
you're about to take a ride on Patriot, the tallest and fastest inverting full circuit coaster or inverted full circuit coaster in the region. <laughs> nice. Wow. In the region? I'm standing there like, what does that include? Like Missouri? <laughs> like, well, that's like so specific. Like, <laughs> is there like an impulse coaster the, right. in the region that's outdoing it? Like, like because they they went tallest, fastest, inverted, full circuit coaster. Like, yeah, full I, circuit seems like a lot to put on there. I, I'm wondering if Valley Fair is in that region, quote unquote, and no, their impulse is, yeah, like. What beats I, – I, I don't I, – <laughs> when I heard that, I lost it. I was like, really? In the region? Like in the state or yeah, – because, I mean, there's not a lot of parks around there. So would they beat out, Batman? Worlds of Fun, the home of the tallest water slide in the state that hasn't killed somebody. Jesus. <laughs> I, I just... I, I, Actually, that's incorrect because that's in Missouri. And we all know Schlitterbahn was in Kansas. Can, can, they, uh, can they RMC Timberwolf already? I know they just retract it, but like... Let's just give it up. Actually, shit. Was Schlitterbahn in Kansas or was that in Missouri? It's in Missouri, I think. No, wait. I'm going to find out right now. Yeah, I'm literally Googling it. All right, I got to figure this shit out. We're getting to the bottom of Schlitterbahn this. Schlitterbahn death. Kansas City, Kansas. He was on the Kansas side. Okay, so it was Kansas. Well, no wonder then. <clears throat> That came up real quick. Everybody knows the Kansas side of shit. Yeah. You know know what I call everything east of Denver until you get to Kansas? What? West Kansas. Or, yeah, West Kansas. Yeah, essentially. Because once you leave Denver, there is nothing. So... A couple years ago, Ben moved to Denver from Minneapolis. And he was like, hey, Zach, my company's paying for me to move. Do you want to help me move? And I'm like, yeah. So he picked me up from Chicago and we drove all the way out to Denver. I'll like repeat that. We drove from <laughs> Chicago to fucking Denver. Hey, it's not hang, that on, far. hang on, hang on. Hang on. I want to know if I'm supposed to feel bad for you, considering in June, I left Denver and I drove to Utah. And then after going to Lagoon and SNS, I drove back to Denver and then I drove to Worlds of Fun and then I drove to Silver Dollar City and then I drove to Six Flags St. Louis and then Kentucky Kingdom, Kings Island, Cedar Point, um, Kennywood. Yeah but, yeah, but you're driving for parks. Like, yeah, that's true. It's a little different. Yeah, but you were, yeah, you, were, you were driving for weed. 
Illich wasn't even open, so I wasn't getting those credits. You didn't miss much. I finally found a worse SLC, though. Than the one at Elitch. Darian Lake? Than the one at Elitch. Kentucky Kingdoms T3? Oh, my gosh. That one's yeah. bad. I didn't, I didn't think the one at Elitch was all that bad, though. I, I, I mean, the one at Elitch is pretty bad, but the one at Kentucky Kingdom will kill your legs. That was... I don't wish that on anybody. And I've been pretty fortunate on this trip. I've only ridden one SLC and two boomerangs so far. Okay. Uh, more in store, I'm sure. Oh, I hope not. Um, what do I got? I've got... Is there one at Dorney? Nope. No. Okay, so I'm good there. Six Flags America has one, right? They have an SLC. They used to have one of the inverted boomerangs, but not anymore. Right. And then I'll be at Six Flags Great Adventure on Monday. Nope, you're good there. Cool. So for the next couple parks, we're okay. We're we're hanging in there. I uh I'm really not a fan. Are you going to Knobles? I probably will hit Knobles. Um it's not like scheduled, but I've never been there. So probably I'd say definitely do it. Yeah, their uh impulse is down and I I'm having terrible luck. Storm runners down. Um Oh shit. Yeah. Um Storm Chaser went down after I only got three. I I say only, but like I only got three rides on it, and then it went down. And I was at Kentucky Kingdom for two days, and it was down both days. So, and then Cedar Point is just kind of a mess, but not really. Like it wasn't as bad as people were making it sound. I managed a is few. Is Millennium Force open? Oh yeah, Millie's open. It- Vengeance is open. Mavericks open. Corkscrews even open on the open? weekends. Magnum's open all the time. Nice. All right. If oh. if Millennium Force and Magnum are open, you're good. Gatekeepers open. Raptors open. So I mean, really like what are you missing? Rogaru? Like it was better as Mantis anyways. I want Iron Dragon, man. Iron Dragon's open. Uh, fuck, all right. I want the Cedar Creek Mine Ride. Cedar Creek Mine Ride's open. Uh, fuck you, I want Blue Streak. Blue Streak is not open. Ah, see, there it is. All right. <laughs> w- wicked well, Twister. I won't be happy until wicked I can ride Blue Streak without a mask. On. Oh, without a mask. Oh, well, I actually watched a guy get removed from Cedar Point's property for refusing to wear a mask. So good luck with that. Nice, nice. All right. Yeah, Cedar Point's taking it seriously out here. They ain't playing. Um, He claimed he had COPD, which if you have COPD and it's that serious that you can't wear a mask, you should probably stay home this year anyways. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I'm not their dad. I I don't think. 
Well, shit. Yeah, dude. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm kind of getting at that. I'm getting a. I'm yeah. I'm putting out a warning flag of like I'm starting to crash. Ben is getting tired. It's it's about game over. And he wasn't even at a theme park all day. Right. Wasn't a different kind of theme park. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he doesn't even have to be at one tomorrow. Uh, I'm considering driving out to Silverwood. Yeah? Yeah, like, just for the hell of it. Making a guest appearance out at Silverwood, huh? Just because it's only five hours away, and I've got nothing to do, so... <clears throat> yeah, I, uh... I don't know. Cedar Point's close to you, isn't it? I mean, I say close. From- probably, like... Where are you? From- oh, you're in Seattle. You're in Seattle. Never yeah. mind. I was I was thinking Chicago still. I'm in Chicago, but I'm not going to any parks. Yeah. Honestly, like, I feel safer at the parks than I do at grocery stores. And I don't think I would say that if I was in Florida. So if you're in Florida, do not go to Disney World right now. Y'all are crazy. But... Some of the parks I've been to, like, I was at Hershey, like I said, and, um, you know, their PR team had me out, and they were really good. They took me all around the park, showed me their safety procedures, and they're really enforcing their mask policy. They've got hand sanitizer stations at every ride entrance, every ride exit, and on top of that, they have uh, on their hand sanitizer, they've put these plaques that have a number on it that you can text. And when you text that number, you text the location to it and they send somebody to refill the hand sanitizer. Right on. So nice. Well, it seems like most parks are doing what they can. You got a few standouts. Yeah. And we'll say it again. Fuck you, Mount Olympus. Right. Fuck you. We see you down there. Fun spot. I actually got some breaking news about Mount Olympus while we were recording. What's that? Oh, go on. Um, apparently, apparently, Mount Olympus's owner stepped on a hamster. What? This can't be real. And it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like an accident. He like dug his his boot into it. This Wait, can't be what? real. First, he's out here kicking dogs. Well, we knew that. Now he's stepping on hamsters. This guy sounds like a terrible person. I mean, look at the park. Like, you guys did a whole episode on it. It's so bad. (laughs) Well, we will say this. Mount Olympus, these, these wild accusations about your owner harming animals may or may not be true. I'm just saying I heard... Mount Olympus's owner kicked a dog and stepped on a hamster. Yeah. I heard it. I don't know if it's true, but I heard it. I But if you guys want to come dispute the validity of it, you're welcome to come on our show. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, did you see did you see what happened when Taylor called them out on Instagram? Did they start a fight with him too? It was kind of funny. He uh he was like this may be the worst park I've ever been to. And he posted a photo of one of their rides and they commented and somebody else was like, well, this is awkward. (laughs) (laughs) 
like they we we uh posted something about them to that effect and then their social media manager went on her personal account to come pick a fight with us in our comments section is it still on instagram no, she took it down before I had a chance to screen grab it, unfortunately. Oh, I was about to go roast her. <clears throat> I I, I want to write a review on the park, but I've never been there. But I feel like I could still write a pretty accurate review. Oh, you could. I And, I mean, the review would probably be like five words, maybe. Let's see. This park is total shit. You just got to mention yeah, five words. about how... This park is. You gotta mention something about how the employees don't really speak English, and then say like you got you got rammed into by some asshole teenager on the go karts, and then um, say that you couldn't ride Hades because even though you got in line an hour before the park closed, they just stopped operating ten minutes before park close, and just walked off while there was still an hour line. I knew everything I needed to know when I saw that you could get rooms for $20 a night and that was good for six to 10 people. And it included park admission with the cost of the room. And it was 20 bucks total for the room, not $20 a person, $20 for the room. Oh, but here's how bad Man Olympus is though. They say that includes admission, but that only includes admission. I'm sure there's fine print. For like the indoor portion. Oh man, you think they get them with that? You think that they still hit them with the thirty dollar admission for the park park? Oh, probably. I'll leave this up to Ben. Ben, you're the expert. Oh uh, yeah, that's their whole thing is bait and switch. They don't give a fuck. Should I, should I email their PR department and ask them? Do it, yeah. Scientific research. Yeah, you here. should email them and see what they say. Should I ask him if I can get a tour of the park? Absolutely. You should ask him for a tour of Hades Tunnel. And then even if they don't let you do it, you can just go do it yourself at the park. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you can just walk in based on what I saw. They don't even have turnstiles. So, like, I'll just wear a polo walk in. shirt. You can literally walk on the tracks of the rides. I'll wear a polo shirt and just pretend like I own the place. I could probably afford to own the place, actually, now that we're talking about this. If you want to pretend you own the place, show up with a dog and then kick it. (laughs) Should I buy it and then just – should I just buy it and RMC everything? No, you should buy it and not RMC everything. Why? Just to stick it to coaster people. Oh, but what if I RMC everything and then just close it down for my friends only? No, how about this? How about you buy it and then order a raptor, but leave it sitting in pieces in a field just forever? But isn't that what people expect? I like to do the unexpected. The unexpected would be our, would be Mount Olympus building a T-Rex. Announce the area like a, a raptor. I just... I... It, would not, it would not be... I don't feel like it would be. Is it? In I feel their like budget? if they made that announcement, well, they they're supposedly opening that crazy ass looking motorized water slide. 
Oh shit! Hey, sorry. I gotta like jump off abruptly. Okay. Well, then let's let's, let's yeah. just sorry. Let's wait for Justin, and we'll bring it on home. All right. Well, we'll wait for him to come back. In the meanwhile, um, as we've been mentioning, this is gonna be our final episode for this season. We will be joining you all again in September. We are taking August off for our season break. It's well needed. Um, as you guys know, your boy's getting married, so that's going to be happening. Um, but we will be back in September full force with some great shit. We got some cool shit coming up. As you heard, we may be hopefully, fingers crossed, getting to ride Axis. So if that happens, you know, that'll be cool. But we'll, we got some kick-ass stuff coming up for you in Season 2 of Your Favorite Coaster Sucks. Um, of course, we will not be going away if you join us on Patreon. We will still have bonus episodes available up there for you guys. And uh, we'll give a shout to our Patreons real quick, or patrons. Thank you to Logan, that guy from Saskatchewan on Instagram, who actually launched his own podcast so go give uh, Logan's podcast a listen. That is Prairie Coasting. Go check him out, man. Go check it out. I listened to it. It's good shit. He's finding his groove. He's got a cool thing going. Also, a big thanks to our other Patreon member, Ryan. Um, he's on a lot of various social media. I'm not sure which one we should shout out. But Ryan, you know who you are. Thanks for your support, guys. Y'all are what keeps this show going. And y'all are a bunch of fun. And, of course, we'll be doing a Zoom call, or maybe two, in August. And that's something you can do if you join us on Patreon as well. So, with all of that said, um, we're going to be wrapping up Season 1 here. So, Ben, I do have to ask you real quick. Any any highlights? Anything stand out to you? Of the year? Yeah, since we started this podcast, any any outstand uh, uh, moments stand out? Anything you you fond memories? I mean, I think it's pretty cool how we can come up with forty episodes of content. Considering oh, there's that, there's Ben. Oh, was I cut out? Yeah, yeah, I lost you guys for a minute there. No, I hear you. I still can't hear Zach. Oh shit. Wait, are you still there? I'm still here. He, he just told me to okay. refresh browser. Hang on one I'm second. I'm not hearing Justin at all. Can you hear me now? Yeah, Justin. Okay. There we go. I told him to refresh. Gotta love it. I am on that truck Wi-Fi. That, as I told you guys, I'm staying in an RV. And so tonight we're at a truck stop. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Great, wonderful internet. <laughs> Yeah, we are taking a season break after this one comes out, and we will be back in September. So we went through all the annoying shit. Patreon, join us there. Give us money. Thanks. Um, so, Ben, did you have any, any favorite moments or anything? Not on the spot. I'll, uh, I'll follow this up on Instagram with uh, something later. Well, well, Logan has sent us a list of the best moments from episodes two through 10. Okay. And he says he intends to keep them coming. So maybe I'll edit those all together. All right. As a best of show. I don't know. Maybe when we'll like, see. Maybe the walk 
<clears throat> or featuring or my kitchen sink making oh yeah when you dropped the mic that was great <laughs> all right yeah well we'll we'll maybe come up with a best of show for you guys to keep you held over um i don't i don't have anything yeah. in particular it's been great to meet people in the community and have a have people actually enjoy this shit yeah, September's not that far away. I mean, it's only, what, July? Two months? Well, July's going to be over, it's man. It's not terrible. Right. This this episode's I, dropping I in a week. I, I don't keep track of days anymore. I mean, today is, what, the 18th? I think so. 19th? Yeah, today's the 18th. It's Saturday. Um it was Friday, but it's not anymore. But it's also 4 a.m., 3.38, so whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. well, we are this only, has been great. Yeah, well, we're only taking a month off, but it's been it's been a pleasure to have you here. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, don't miss us during the month. Hit us up. We'll still be around on all the socials and all that shit. That's important. I love interacting with people on, you know, Instagram. Um, I don't really do Twitter, but, you know, I like talking to people. So hit me up. If you're at a park that I'm going to, feel free to come say hi. Yeah, and right now is a good chance to get those plugs in again. Yeah, so, uh, again, that's Instagram, inverted underscore therapy. On YouTube, it's Just Shoot Light, J-U-S-T-S-H-O-O-T-L-I-G-H-T. And uh, you can find me on attractionsmagazine.com. You know, a lot of their park reviews are mine. Um, You can find the Axis article on there. And again, behindthethrills.com. You can find a lot of my writing on there as well. So go check all those out. Definitely, you'll give Justin a follow. And support whoever's giving them assignments, so that way they'll keep giving them assignments. Yeah, money is good. And also, you know, go support him because he's out there doing the dirty work that not all of us want to do when there's fucking pandemic happening. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't call it essential, but... It you know it's nice to know what's going on with the parks and know which ones are safe to go to and not safe to go right. to. Try to help you kind of make an informed decision before you go as to what is actually happening in the parks. And uh, the parks are not paying us by any means. They're not like oh here's you know five hundred bucks write a good review. I wish you know if Mount Olympus wants to cut me a check, I'll uh, I'll pretend to like you. <laughs> um, but Mount Olympus doesn't have enough know, money to turn their reputation around. Right. Well, I charged you guys what twenty two thousand for this interview, so no big deal, right? I oh, did you guys not know that? I told you I'm we only pay in shit coin. Oh well, I was hoping for the coaster credit payment because you know my my coaster count is like seven and a half. Oh, all right. Okay, so if we're paying on credits, then. You, uh, let's see, Ben, what do you think? I'm thinking we give you 750. Okay, but I want half of them to be, to be Dragon Wagons. 
and and it is done. Beautiful deal. There you have it. So now my credit is seven hundred and fifty-seven. Perfect. The transaction is complete. Awesome. And fortunately, just, uh, by go. using by using credits, we have also uh, avoided the tax man. This is true, and uh, paper has COVID apparently. So there's that benefit too. But these are crypto credits, so they won't show up on coastercounter.com. Well, damn. I mean, I got I got uh, access added to coastercount.com, which is pretty cool. Some of my photos are actually on there as well. So if you go look at the access photos on Coaster Count, they're mine. Nice, nice. Which, yeah. real quick sidebar, I don't know when the fuck they got so serious about people fucking with their credit counts, but it's kind of weird. Yo, it, it, it's pretty easy to get banned from there, apparently. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> like when they, a when they of, made it a, like such a serious fucking thing, but it sure is now. Uh, a friend of mine got an email for accidentally adding a coaster that was still under construction. And the email was like, we removed this from your account. The coaster's still under construction. There's no way you could have written it. And it was like, whoa. All right, then. It's literally the credit police. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't take it that seriously, you know? I don't think it's that intense. I mean, again, I don't know how many rides I have on each coaster. I know some people count that stuff, but like, do you count water coasters? Do you count, you know what I mean? Do you count mountain coasters? Like, there's too much debate over it. You guys want to fight over it. And I, I just, I, I'm sorry. I, I only, no. I only count relocated rides. Okay, now do you have to have ridden it before and after the relocation? Yes, or is that's it okay one if you credit. only ride it once? Okay, and if you uh, if you ride it twice, is it two credits? No, no, no. It's one credit once you've ridden it in the first place and the second place. So, like, every time a ride opens, you can be like, man, that'll be a sweet credit once they move it. Got you. So you'll get Steel Vengeance in, like, 50 years or so. I just always hope they move the rides, like, six inches to the left. That's kind of how I justify it to myself. I'm like, you know, in the oh, off season. Oh, you want, you, you want park relocation within the within the park it stands in. I'm like, you know, in the off season, it's grown, it's shrunk, it's, it's probably moved. It sways in the wind. That counts. It's a relocation. I was really hoping they were going to move Steel Vengeance to Valley Fair. Fuck that. Move it to Michigan's Adventure. Oh, they deserve it. You know, I've been to Michigan Adventure. I have family in Michigan. And um, I I still don't have a reason to it's go the, back. It's the cutest little L-shaped park in the world. I, it's like, I still you mean, don't have a reason to go back. You mean this park's not even a full circle? Well, we own all the land. We just don't have a reason to finish it. That is 100% true. And uh, they are another one of those parks that is opening their water park, but not their park park. Well, Michigan's going to Michigan. Yeah, well, at least it's not Florida. That's the motto of America. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, 
I think and, we and with that episode, Ben may have been a casualty at this point. I I think I think Ben, I think Ben died on us, um, and that is okay. Oh, I'm we sorry. have wrapped this up without him. Oh, Ben is still here. He was watching us die. Yeah, uh, I'm All like right. admittedly holding my empty glass with my head down on the counter. All right. Well, that's a pretty it, clear it, t- It's sign. only 3.45 a.m., so, you know. Ben's three hours behind you, actually. You know what, Ben? Suck it up. Mm. I'm past that point in my life. <laughs> I completely understand that feeling. Oh, I have one more sidebar question. Why didn't I get invited to the wedding? This is the first time we're speaking. I, I'm i aware. Why didn't I get invited to the wedding? Well, uh, quite frankly, uh, it's it's actually Ben, another friend, and then my fiancé's brother and his girlfriend. That's the guest list. Damn, it's a guest list. I probably wouldn't have made it anyways. Well, if you're curious about what's going to happen, you're going to have to tune in in September. Oh, are you guys making an episode out of it? Yep, that's our big comeback special. So you're going to have to wait and see what it's all about. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And that's that's the big cliffhanger we'll leave you all on for season one coming into season two. We will see you in September then. Absolutely. So um, we'll do the annoying shit real quick. You got your plugs in. Attraction Magazines, Behind the Thrills, Inverted Therapy. Go check them out. Give them some love. We're on all the same goddamn socials. uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, for whatever reason, right next to your porn. Um you can hit us up your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com or call or text us 312-572-9552. I swear to God, I'll try my best to reply. Do not send dick pics. I will get angry. I will forward them to Ben very angrily. Um, I will give Slater's phone number. If you need, you can send all dick pics to uh, Slater at ride this one. I'm sure he'll appreciate it. Uh, what else do we got? I think that's about all. Keep it locked. Keep it tuned. We will be back. Um, you know how we end this shit, Justin? I do not. I cue us up and then we all say your favorite coaster sucks in a shitty unison. Awesome. Yeah, no, I usually make it to where I'm going before you guys end. (laughs) Oh, congratulations. You've now made it to the end of one of our podcasts. That's really impressive because it is the first time out of the 18 I've listened to, 17 I've listened to. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. All right. right, So here here we go. Um, Thank you so much for listening. We will be back with you guys in September or, of course, kick us a few bones on Patreon. We won't be going away there. Uh, Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, your favorite. Uh, 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 u